0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Ask the Pastors. I'm joined here with Travis. And uh, we're, again, handling some questions that came in as a result of our message from 1 Peter 2, 1 through 3, centering in on the Bible and and how we're to long uh, for it as pure spiritual milk. We do maintain that the pure spiritual milk is the Word of God there based on context. And so here's an interesting question in regards to that, Travis. I'm going to kind of drop this on you. you ready? All right. Uh, This person notes that personal Bibles weren't a reality for most Christians until the last few hundred years. We're aware of that through William Tyndale and different things. Um, How did early Christians grow through the Word? Mm -hmm. And I think when they say early Christians, perhaps in that New Testament, maybe Peter's readers, right? Mm -hmm. And also this was listening to God's Word... Uh, just as large of an emphasis as personally reading God's Word is today. So let's kind of tackle this general question. Start by this. How did early Christians grow through the Word? Yeah,
1: so they did not have personal Bibles, that's accurate, but they did have the scrolls. They did have the the writings, the Old Testament. And so in order to hear it or to uh, be interact with it, they would have to go where the scrolls were, which was mm-hmm. most likely the temple courts. And so they'd have to gather together as Christians to hear the Word read over them.
0: And temple courts, probably more so the beginning in That's Acts, right. yep. as the church expanded, then there were homes, yep. or they even used, Paul used the synagogues That's right. yep. to begin much of his evangelistic efforts.
1: So both of those were areas where they would have mm-hmm. to gather mm-hmm. in order to interact with the Word of God. I think memorization was a high priority uh, to early, the, the Jewish nation for sure, but probably the early Christians mm-hmm. as well, and so you only had access to what you could remember, so you'd have to gather for those things, so... To have the word of God read over you or to be around others who had it memorized.
0: Yeah. And so this brings some insight into why Paul uh, told his disciples, mm-hmm. uh, give attention to the public reading that's of scripture. Right. Yeah, uh, Because there was just one copy yep. and, and sometimes letters were circular. So yeah, that's like right. uh, even first Peter circulated yep. through an area, Ephesians yep. did. Mm-hmm. And so this helps us realize like what you're saying, that it was an audible experience, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yep or they memorized it or passed it around. Um, He says uh, next, you know, was listening just as large of an emphasis as personally reading God's word is today? So he's asking there about like, did they value it as much as Mm. we do or? Mm. Talk about that for a minute.
1: See, we we value reading. <clears throat> we value a daily interaction with the Word of God through vol- multiple venues, uh, um, opportunities. So I think they valued it more, listening mm. to the Word of God. Um, again, I'm not, a, I'm not huge on statistics, but I, I believe many of them were illiterate. And so they didn't have the uh, natural ability to read and understand the Word of God like we do today. So I think listening to the Word of God was of extremely high priority. You know, typically when something is scarce, you do value it That's right. Exactly right. And I think
0: you're probably onto something they probably had a higher value. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's probably some subjectivity there, but it does seem like the more we have of the
1: Bible, we begin to just assume it's easy to get to and Mm -hmm. we value it less. We each have 25 copies of the Word of God in our home, but that doesn't mean we value it. That's a little convicting. It is for sure.
0: You know, as he talks about this question, I'm reminded that there, um, there's always been mm-hmm. a a massive emphasis on God's written word. That's right. So let's even go back before the early Christians, like mm-hmm. to the Old Testament. Yep. I mean, Psalm one nineteen is an entire chapter yep. about God's word. That's right. Uh, you know, Ezra, the mm-hmm. scribe during Nehemiah's time, mm-hmm. he had them standing from morning till mm-hmm. noon, That's right. <clears throat> just to hear the law. Mm-hmm. That was the Pentateuch. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we could we should never think that um, God's people were Um, you know like well we didn't value God's word it was always a priority in fact here's something interesting the word scripture is used 51 times in the New Testament Hmm. and in each instance it refers to the Old Old Testament Testament. yeah sure and so the New Testament writers Mm -hmm. were urging the early Christians to make much of the Old Testament isn't that interesting uh huh um, and of course, then there's one time it's used where Peter actually equates the Old Testament with Paul's writings,
1: hmm, right. saying
0: to his readers, "Hey, Paul is inspired. These are these are these are God's words." So, you just don't find the Bible saying about itself. Um, don't make much of this. That's, it's a consistent emphasis from beginning to end. That's
1: very good, beautiful. So, Great anything else you wanna to add to that? No, absolutely. Let's let's be people who value the Word of God. Yeah, amen. The written or the, the, the read Word of God, let's value and cherish it. Take amen. advantage of what we have.
0: Well, I uh, hope that helps you in understanding more about this question. And we just wanna encourage you, stay involved in your Bible, engage every single day with the Word amen. of God, and watch it change your life. We'll see you next time on Ask the Pastors.